We are on Nun Gimel Amad Aleph, 53a. Hanoder Menet Tamarim. Somebody made a vow forbidding Tamarim dates to himself. Mutter, he's permitted Bidvash Tamarim, honey that's made from dates. Mistanvunius, if he forbids grapes, these are certain winter grapes that have been there for a long time. Mutter Bechomitz Dinvunius, he's permitted vinegar, that's a byproduct of those things. Rabbi Yehuda ben says, Kol shishem of kuya olav, since they come from the original, and he forbid the original, v'nodre emanu aser. Uh what comes out of it uh, is also included. V'chachamim matirim, they permit it. So the Gemara has a question, isn't the chachamim the same as the first opinion? In other words, we first we said, if you make a vow in one thing, what comes out is permitted. Then we said, argues. And then we said, the Chachamim permit. Wasn't that the first opinion? So the Gemara said it's similar, but there would be a difference. Hadatanya, the following case. It depends. Um, again, we're talking about where you forbid one thing and there's a byproduct that comes out of it. So he says, if it's something, usually you, when you forbid it from eating, so if it's the reason it's something you eat, and the item that comes out of it you also eat, kigon tomorrow you eat dates, vidvash tomorrow and you eat date honey, no debo aser biyotimenu. If you're forbidden to eat it, you also meant to forbid date honey, no debo And if you forbid date honey, well you forbid the dates that it came from, kosh ain't But if there's something that you don't usually eat. But what comes out of it, you do. No debo, if you forbid that item that you don't usually eat, it's clear that you didn't mean to forbid to eat that. You wouldn't have eaten it anyways. So then you're forbidding what comes out. Sometimes that's what you meant. And uh, the question is how to read the person's mind appropriately, what people usually mean. Hanoder and a person forbids himself wine. Mutter b'yayim tefukim. He's permitted now to eat apple wine because that's not when he said wine he meant grape wine. Min Hashemen he forbids himself oil mutter b'shemen shumim sesame oil is permitted. Min advash if he says honey mutter b'advash tomorrow he's permitted in date honey he meant bee honey. Min achaymitz vinegar mutter b'achaymitz sinfanios if he says um, vinegar um, he's allowed to have those winter grapes. It's the regular vinegar that he forbids. Minakrishim, if he forbids crass, mutter bakaplatos. It's a kind of a leek. Minayerek from the vegetables, mutter birachas hasada, the wild ones he's permitted. Shuhu shem levai. It's like a, uh, it's like wild rice. It's a nickname. Tanya, we learned that none of Israel. If you forbid oil in Eretz Israel, so the question is, what does a person commonly mean? What type of oil? So he means olive oil. So therefore, mutter b'shem and shumen. So he's permitted sesame oil, v'aser b'shem and zayis. He's not permitted olive oil. We go by the location where he vowed. What did he likely mean? So Eretz Yisrael, if he said oil, he likely meant olive oil. But in Bavel, uh, there the main oil. Everybody knows you get china, you get sesame oil from there. Aser b'shem, shum Mutter b'shem and zayis, because that doesn't grow in Bavel. What about if they have both kinds of oil and then he made the vow, no oil, then he'd be forbidden in both kinds of oil. So the Gemara says, pizza, isn't that obvious? So the Gemara answered, no. What about if most oil comes from one particular variety? 
So then I would have thought that he only forbid the main type of oil. That since we're in doubt if he meant to forbid the oil that they sometimes use, when we're in doubt, we are strict. Now, uh, until now, we've been talking about making a vow by the place, and you need to know how the words are used in that place. Now, we're going to mention it also depends on the time of year. If a person makes a vow from vegetables in a regular non-Shemitah year, he's forbidding garden vegetables, and um, he's permitted the wild vegetables. But in a Shemitah year, where you don't eat the garden vegetables, so there he's clearly coming to forbid the vegetables that they're eating, which is the wild ones. And he's permitted in the garden ones. As we turn the page. This is only where the only vegetables available are those that are permitted during Shemitah, and nothing is coming from outside the land of Israel. But but if you're in a place where you could bring vegetables from outside Eretz Israel to Eretz Israel, so then all bets are off what you mean by vegetables, because you have all types of garden vegetables available, because during the Shemitah year you're allowed to eat garden vegetables that grew outside Eretz Israel. Ketanoi, this is a little bit of a debate in general, if you're allowed to bring in fruits from outside, vegetables from outside Eretz Yisrael. Because we learned an opinion, you can't bring in vegetables from outside Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael. Rechanina ben Gemilio says, no, you could, my time, or what's the reason, where does it say you can't bring in vegetables? The answer is, vegetables, when they're picked, have a certain amount of dirt on them. I've, I've actually been to factories where they wash vegetables and you see the dirt. So the dirt outside of Eretz Yisrael, there's a decree that it has impurities, that it's tame. We said that uh, people buried uh, all kinds of impure things on the sides of the roads and uh, you can't make assumptions about the dirt outside of Eretz Yisrael. So the question is, if they decreed not to bring in the vegetables that typically come with the dirt or not. Two opinions. If you took a vow for cabbage, so that includes what's called asparagus, which was not our asparagus. Uh, it sounds like asparagus, but it's a kind of vegetable. The, uh, uh, it's a, uh, if you, different kinds of greens. So if you forbid the cabbage, you're permitted asparagus. If you forbid the asparagus, you're permitted in the cabbage. If you forbid, he calls this grits. So, then you can't eat the porridge, it's made of grits. He says, no, that's considered something else. If you forbid the porridge, you're allowed to have the grits. What about um, if you made the vow from uh, mikveh, would the, this mixture, would you be allowed to eat garlic? So he says, no, because typically they put garlic in the mixture. From garlic, you can have the mixture. Menadashim from lentils, asabashishim. So th- those are like uh, lentils roasted in honey. Basically, these are different vows, and they're different names for different foods that are either an ingredient in the vow. And the question is, what did he mean? Rabbi Yossi Matar. Menashishim, if you forbid the, um, the lentils and honey, motabadashim, regular lentils would be okay. If you swore, kitim shani taima, forbidden to eat grains, asabahen. That you, when you use the double term, chit chitim, wheat, wheat, one singular, one's plural, bein bekemach, whether uh, it's in the stock, whether it's in bread, 
grease greasy, and also all types of beans, also bain bechayim, bain bevushom, whether cooked, whether they're raw. Rabbi Yehuda says, konum gris ochita, when it's in singular, shani time, so then you mean like flour or the one that's used in food, but to chew on a raw grain, lachos chayim, would not be included. And again, it goes by the way people speak. Tanya, let's see the Gemara, Shingram Leomba, Kita Shani Toyim, Asel Afos. If you swear I'm not going to benefit from Kita, you can't bake, but you are allowed to chew. You didn't include the chew on the grain. Again, that, that was not a nutritional grain, it's something they chewed on. Kitim Shani Toyim, but if you use the word Kitim, that means you, you're forbidding yourself to chew, but you are allowed to bake. Kitim, you use both turns. At both terms, and you forbid yourself, shani time to benefit, even taste. Then it would be usur bein lokos, whether to chew on, whether to 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 bake. Gris shani toim, the uh, the lentils are forbidden to eat. Usur levashu, you're not allowed to cook them, but you are allowed to chew on the beans. Greasim, but if you use the word greasim, I'm forbidden to benefit from usur lokos. You can't chew on them, but you are allowed to cook them. But if you use both turns, gris greasim shani toim. So then that would include whether it's cooking. And whether it's chewing. I call them beans, the art school calls them grits. Hadnilach, no dear minimum of a